Welcome to Annabur Sparks CEO Podcast, Conversations on Economic Opportunity. My name is Paul Kretko. I'm the president and CEO of Annabur Spark. Annabur Spark is a public-private partnership of business, government, and academic institutions working to advance the economy of the Ann Arbor region. Welcome to a continuing series of conversations with key leaders from those sectors. Joining me today is Molly McFarlane, co-founder of Ad Adapted. Good to have you in. Thank you very much. Happy to be here. So I always like to really start with learning about the company. So let's talk about Ad Adapted. Tell, tell us, those listening in, about the company, the market you're addressing, and some of the things you've been able to accomplish thus far. Sure. Uh, so Ad Adapted is a turnkey marketing platform for brands that want to engage uh, consumers in mobile apps. And we've been lucky enough to call some, some big clients um, – or call some big brands our clients. So we've worked with uh, Bank of America for a while now. Uh, we have relationships with Nestle and P&G. Uh, I've done some work with Chobani. So we're really starting to to hit the big leagues a little bit and it's been a lot of fun. Wow, very cool. So you mentioned that you were founded in 2012 and it's always interesting that for people to share their stories a little bit. So you, you were at Amplifinity mm -hmm. and you uh, moved into this. So maybe tell us a little bit about uh, what you were doing to get to Amplifinity, and then what, what motivated you to step out on your own? Yeah. So I was actually working at a architecture studio here in Ann Arbor, um, doing sales and marketing for them, and then 2008 hit, and what was always seen as a very safe, traditional industry um, started to show that, that it could crumble under economic mm -hmm. pressures too. I mean, the, the actual firm was fine, but there were layoffs and I had watched uh, all the surrounding companies, so construction, engineers, sure. people that had worked in their jobs for mm -hmm. 50 years being laid off. Mm -hmm. So at that very same time, I met a local entrepreneur named Dick Beaton, uh, who was the, the founder of Amplifinity. Mm -hmm. And he just had such excitement and he told this story about how he was going to take this company and it was going to take over the world and how it was growing and how it was fun and energetic and it just seemed like the polar opposite of the life that I was living right then. So I, I jumped ship and I moved over to this startup. Mm -hmm. I had no idea um, just how messy startups can be <laughs> until you start living it. Yeah. But but I learned to thrive off this this ever-changing environment where the opportunities were endless. Okay. Fast forward a few years. So um, while I was there, I, I met Mike. Mike had built the platform uh, that Amplifinity was, uh, was working mm -hmm. off of. Um, I was doing sales and marketing. And we started to get really excited about what was going on in mobile. Um, got really excited about what was happening with apps and, and wanted to be a part of it. So... We ended up leaving Amplifinity and starting our own thing. One of the things we like to touch, you know, a little bit as we talk with uh, early stage companies is is to really give the broader community audience, and you did already, a little more understanding of what that is. I mean, mm -hmm. it's not all the Shark Tank and that kind of stuff. Oh gosh, no. Yeah, gosh, no. She says. Uh, so <laughs> so so you know you don't have the payroll to employ hundreds of people, and I know that we've worked with you in a number of ways to help you find some of those people that are now the, the seven, the roster of seven. Mm -hmm. uh, what, tell us how that worked and what's the importance of being located in a place like Ann Arbor relative to that talent? Startups need a lot of things and they need different things along, along that path. And I think Spark was set up nicely to make sure that they could be there uh, throughout the life cycle of, of startups. So 
from the very beginning, they, they helped us find a couple of um, local grants and loans. So the way that Ad Adapted built our first website mm -hmm. was through a grant as well as the resources that we were introduced to um, to employ that grant. We got a couple of loans that I think were introduced to us from having communication with the people at Spark that sort of could describe the, the resources that were available in Ann Arbor and in the broader community. We have met our first investors through events and, and people that we met at Spark. The funny thing is we, we've been working with them for about four years that I can't just say, oh, hey, it was at a Spark event where we met our, our employees. But what happened was we started building this network that became so valuable for us in ways that we couldn't have predicted when we were even just starting to have these conversations um, that you can almost connect the dots back to and realize that we've got employees, investment, our marketing materials, maybe even clients from the things that Spark was able to provide early on. A lot of times people will ask us, in all transparency, you know, why, why yeah. be located in Ann Arbor, especially because we're doing something in ad tech and advertising. Mm -hmm. um, a couple of things. One, we're, we're centrally located. Uh, we have a lot of clients in New York, Chicago, and now in Cincinnati. So if you imagine where Michigan mm -hmm. and Ann Arbor is compared mm -hmm. to those places, it's great, right? Mm -hmm. We have easy access. Um, Ann Arbor also gets us close to the airport, which means we can jump on a plane in 20 minutes and be wherever we need to be. And then have our home base in a really vibrant, um, affordable community that has an immense amount of talent coming out of a world-class university you know within walking distance and you sort of have this recipe to be able to to create and support a company um, you know without going broke in the first year and still have access to the broader world and mm -hmm. still have a pathway mm -hmm. to get to the broader mm -hmm. world to get to your clients so it's so, been perfect so you're you're underscoring something that you know when we've talked to some of our um, venture capitalists that are here locally, one of the things that they, they tend to point out is that um, the, the, the actual burn rate here is, is much less than it would be in another location, yeah. but that the companies that they're supporting through their venture investment can find all of the, the talent and resources they need to be successful, where if they were in, say, one of our coastal environments, that, that money wouldn't go as far. So it gives it gives companies, early stage companies, more runway oh, uh, yeah. to get to get to uh, the, the the profitability into the to the event that they want to get to. And that's no small thing. I yeah. mean, I think every entrepreneur would like to think that they can right out of the gate just just be on an accelerated path to success. I think what most entrepreneurs that have have done it will say is that along the way there were a lot of twists and yes. turns that they didn't expect. A lot of times that, that's fortuitous mm -hmm. too, that it takes you to a place that even mm -hmm. better than you, than you had mm -hmm. planned. But that takes time. Mm -hmm. And if you're talking about having a huge burn rate and you only have a couple of months, you might be on the brink of something huge yes. when all of a sudden you run out of time and money. Um, it would have happened to us, I think, if we had, if we had taken a different yeah. path. So, you know, what you're saying, Molly, is really interesting because the – the way we've structured Spark um, to work with the entrepreneurial community is really to be providing a nurturing environment. We think that we can have much more success and have many more companies grow if there's patience and nurturing um, and not sort of the model that maybe some other entrepreneurial support organizations have where it's like, well, let's cream the crop and let's find the one out of the hundred that we're going to go all in on. We think if we provide a level of service to many companies, mm -hmm. uh, we can have much more sustained success. 
Yeah, no, I would agree with that. And I think you're seeing more and more evidence of that. There's there's the unicorns that get all the press, mm -hmm. right? But as you can see, when, when the market changes and when things are not optimal, where, where the money's not flowing constantly, um, you see a lot of carnage <laughs> when, yeah. when those things aren't working. And, and I think Spark's approach of let's build a community that, that can support these entrepreneurial efforts and can support these companies that will eventually make the community stronger mm -hmm. and provide jobs and, and make it a more, a more lively place to live. You don't want to take the approach of let's just bet on a few horses and if they go That's down, right. it's going to be messy and ugly. Right. So. And, you know, in your case, um, one of the things that we also highlight is that um, this sort of, if you think about it more of an exponential growth way, when you look at individual startups, um, when you go from two founders to seven, mm -hmm. that's a significant uptick in, in, in employment. And if you do that with a number of companies versus, well, we've had one company and that company maybe all, all the way up to 100 already. Well, that's great. That's what we want. But the fact of the matter is you create a much more sustainable approach if you're if you're helping a lot of companies yeah. be successful. Yeah. Well, let's close out. You know, we, 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 th we are sort of... Uh, pleased that you came in today and really to acknowledge the success that you're having. So now you get to be the sage a little bit. So you know, what, what kind of advice do you have for others who might be thinking they would like to do uh, what you've done? Yeah. Um, I mean, I think it's different. Everybody has a different path and, and every idea is different and, and situation is different. But um, I would say if you have an idea that you believe in, have the confidence to to go for it. I've met so many people that that don't do it not because they they don't think the market is there, mm -hmm. or not because um, there's some reason why why they can't succeed. It's really the the confidence to believe in themselves that that they can do it. Um, I, I hate talking to people and having them say, well, you know, like I, I just I don't have enough experience, or there's got to be somebody else out there that you know. I, th I think that's silly because I think there's nothing that separates an entrepreneur from from anyone with a great idea that has the drive to do it except for we jump in and we took the mm -hmm, risk. Mm -hmm. So I would say go for it. What's the worst that can happen? <laughs> you know, and it's been a lot of fun. So Well, good. It's, uh, I really want to thank you for coming in yeah. and sharing your thoughts about um, about Ad Adapted and, and where you're going with the company and just general thoughts about uh, entrepreneurship and where we're going as a region. Yeah, I appreciate it. Thank you so much. And I want to thank our audience for listening and learning more about those leaders and organizations who are working hard to create the Ann Arbor region's economic future. These conversations are brought to you by Ann Arbor Spark. Ann Arbor Spark is a public-private partnership of business, government, and academic institutions working to advance the economy of the Ann Arbor region. For more information about Ann Arbor Spark, you can find us on the web at annarborusa.org and also on Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. For more information about Ad Adapted, uh, please visit their website, which is adadapted.com.